like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Ready to do it to it, my dudes. Do it, my dudes. I'm here for it. I Thanks. like it. Thanks, you guys. It's a, it's a great song. It's one that I think is going to be tearing up the charts. The spirit. Tearing it. Tore them right up. The spirit. They're ripped to me. shreds now. It is. It's like. The spirit of song hit you? The spirit there of song, song hit me. There was a song in your heart? And you know what the song just was? <laughs> you know what? I take it back. I wouldn't buy that album. I'm not going to oh, buy it. You're, you're supposed to be supportive of me. Thick and thin. Mm, That's our marital sometimes contract. Sometimes you got to know when it's time to move on. Time to let the dream oh, die. Oh, shit. Yep. Time to move on. This feels like a conversation for off air. Guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's I meant true. specifically about your singing career. I still oh. love you. <laughs> well, I yeah. still love you. Yeah. He said you. chagrined. Yeah. I, I, I still love you. And we'll t- I love you enough to tell you the truth. And that's what's important. <sighs> yep. He's, you know what? Bob's the hero in this story. I am the, he- I'm the hero <laughs> of most stories. I don't like how this pivoted. Melly, do you have a cold me. open for us? yeah it's like the daughter or the child is being is uncomfortable when mom and dad fight are we fighting no oh okay uh no so if you were no the child is uncomfortable when engineer bob gets gets a praise for no reason (laughs) what do you now what do you mean for no reason let's let's explore this (laughs) let's not no um, I feel like last week's cold open was like about Bob's testicles. Now he's now we're just telling him how great this, he is. This I is, is not. I, I, this know, is I, not what I planned. We I for change one this. really love the change in tone of this show. I, I, I don't I, think I, I've enjoyed it this much I ever. Feel like we're about to j- jump a shark here, guys. No, Let's, no sharks. No sharks. Cold open. Cold open. There's one that I've got jean shorts. They're cut right off. I'm wearing a leather jacket. I'm ready to get out on these skis. No. So if you are interested, I guess. There's a new Wet n' Wild series that takes the spirit of the classic backyard slide and transforms it into a real-life water park full of gigantic slippery rides with a chance to take home a big cash prize. You think, oh my God, that this sounds a, amazing. This is a, a TV, TV show, show a TV about show. slip and slides. Correct. And you're like, is it oh. called Fractured Femur? I mean, the slip and slide show. Yeah, that's what it's called. Actually, uh, after what happened, so it's filming in the Simi Valley area of Los Angeles. Okay. Um, it's it's a universal television show, so okay. it will be on NBC. Okay. But it's a okay. new like reality sort of thing where it's like fun, slippy slideys, and you get to ha- win a prize. Yep, understood. All sounds great. The prize is brush burn on no, your ass cheeks. The prize um, that we found was um, explosive diarrhea. Oh no, there's poop in the water. Did people drink poopy water? Um, what happened was up to 40 crew members fell violently ill and were collapsing and being forced to run to porta potties because of their awful explosive diarrhea. Oh no. Oh, it's crew members. So it's crafty. So yeah. Uh, oh, I guess don't. If that potato salad had been sitting out in the heat in the Simi Valley, it's been warm. Do you imagine like trying to run along the side of a slip and slide? With a, with a giant shit. television camera slung over your shoulder trying to get the perfect shot as shit While you're streams, shitting yourself? Li- streams in, also, in rivulets from your ass. <laughs> also, let's take a moment. Melly's last two cold opens have been about shitting yourself. 
is there something you'd like to tell the listeners? Are you I feeling shit well? myself. <laughs> um, I brought up these cold opens so I could feel better about myself shitting. No, I just thought it was funny. One crew member tested positive for Giardia, which is a parasite that can cause diarrhea. So mm. there's something in the water. In Don't drink the water Simi in Simi. Valley. Don't go in the slip and slide, apparently. You know they Did were just... Did the re- contestants get sick, too? or just? Cr- I'm feeling like it's craft service. There's Every- some at craft service. Yeah. I bet it was fucking everybody, because th- those guys well, are just going 40, down a slip and slide. 40 crew members. Shutdown began. Like, they had to shut the entire production down. They were like, COVID? No, nah, the shits, man. The shits. Hell, yeah. Fucking... COVID protocols followed. Giardia protocols not followed. End of the article. It is scheduled to premiere August 8th, though it's unclear how the diarrheal delay may affect this. Oh, my God. Diarrheal oh. delay. But yes, uh, what is Giardia, Bob? Giardia, also known as beaver fever. Beaver <laughs> fever! Like, yeah, it's, like a, it's like a river disease. You get it from like tainted river water. So it's weird that it would be crew members and not this. the contestants. Beaver. Unless the c- crew did it first. I think we've all got beaver fever. Am I right, gentlemen? Listening to the show? Hey, beaver fever. Get it? Sex joke. Sex joke. No, tell me more about it. How does one get it? By being horny for broads. (laughs) He saw beaver fever and shut down the article. I I saw beaver fever and I was like, there's nothing else. It's done. There's nothing else to to learn here. Oh, I I guess you actually wanted information. Well, let me tell you a couple. Uh, um, uh, It is a genus of anaerobic flagellated protozoid parasites of the phylum metamonda okay i don't care that's oh, more no I longer don't, care how does one get it they live in the small intestines you lick in a river you lick you li- go river licking you go to simi valley and you, you lick, lick a slip and slide Yeesh. no 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 40 species have been identified don't care uh, oh god, these photographs this is a parasite. are fucking horrifying. Yeah, so it's a parasite. It lives in your small intestines. Lives in the and intestines and makes you explosively poop. Oh, oh my okay. god! Uh, Can individuals you being at work with porta potties and having explosive diarrhea, oh. even yeah. if everyone else around you is having it, so there's like no embarrassment. Just from a pure like sanitary, yes, like yeah. able to clean up standpoint. Yeah. Ugh. Individuals I of which be become very infected distressed. by ingesting or coming in contact with contaminated foods, soils, or water tainted by the feces of an infected carrier. So somebody slid through one poop the wrong way and the whole production had to be shut down. Somebody had the diarrhea. They ate something bad. They got the parasite. They were like, we're going to test the slip and slide. His uh, fecal matter got into the water and then dear, everyone was like this is fun but then everyone had to have licked that water usually i'm pretty down for a good poop joke this is a bridge too far even for me this is genuinely disgusting it's it's funny whatever whatever um it's like i think about all those people who do those like tough mutters yeah and i'm like so oh. many people come out of those so sick because that mud is not 100 percent mud no, by the not. end of it no. no there's poop in there there's poop there in there poop in and there. sometimes it gets in your mouth and then you get poop mouth <laughs> from trying to work out and this is why you should just stay home and drink beer and eat pizza yep. yeah and not do slip and slides no and not try to better Don't yourself physically yeah. I'm done. Rant over. Thought thought you were such a tough mutter. Now you're shitting yourself all yeah. over the place. Now Not that so tough, tough mutter is coming out the back end. Yeah. Oh boy. It's got hard to be tough when you're dehydrated. Yeah. That tough mutter, when it hit your colon, became a real easy mutter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the easiest mutter you ever had. 
<laughs> that mutter was was a was a slip and slide. God, they should that was rename good. it Tough Mud Butter. Ha-ha. Oh my God, this is two weeks in a row of disgusting well, cold open. Maybe people, podcast sh- mom, what are you doing to us? Maybe people should do less shit with themselves poop. more. No, less. So I don't have to talk hey, about it. Here, how about this? Maybe if if you're someone out there who enjoys a good obstacle course, do one that doesn't have like do American Ninja Warrior. There is exactly zero poop on that course. You know what? Know I of. would not stake my life on that. That you know, know what? Of. That's right, because they fall into that water, and one person could just you know ha- has out. a wet fart, and the next thing you know, the one entire show has to be fell, shut down. One person fell into that water, trusted a fart, and now That's everyone's it. got Giardia. Yep. yep. That's how it goes. Everybody got that Bieber fever. That's <laughs> everyone's, right. Everyone's butthole has Bieber fever. That's right. Woo. And speaking of Bieber speaking fever. Speaking of Bieber fever. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And apparently we consistently bring you topical events about butt poopies. Yep. And beaver. Beaver. And beavers. <laughs> Look, Sadly, it's on I don't know that there's any pooping. No, not in mine. <clears throat> Or beavers. No, not mine. Well, this is a fucking shame. Show's over. I don't know. You know what? Let's work. Let's each commit right now okay. to working a beaver into our story. All right. No promises. Because okay. as you just know, try. I script. Just give it a try. 100%. Yeah, but yeah, Melissa writes things down fairly word for word. So if she hasn't pre-written that beaver joke, it may not happen. It's not going to happen. That is very true. You um, know what, though? I go second. So, oh, so I you can have, you write have time, it in. You have, an oh, you have time to workshop this, man. Rewrite some of your great jokes. I can. And write in some good beaver content. Quality beaver. The beaver content that the listeners crave. Beaver content. That's right. Um, but yes, so this week our beer is Rogue's Honey Kolsch. And so we were it's like... It's dedicated to bees. It's dedicated to beavers. Um... That was a good effort. That was a good effort. It's like, it's a C minus. So anyway, um, because of that, we were like, all right, well, what are we going to talk about? And this this week is courtesy of one engineer, Bob. And he went, rogues, because it's from Rogue Brewing. Because it's company. from Rogue Brewing. And we went, sure, whatever that means to you. That's right. Yeah. A good a good rogues gallery. Maybe it's the ghost <laughs> of the Joker from Maybe. Batman. Maybe it's Maybe. the ghost the of Mysterio from Spider-Man. It could be anything. It's mine is neither of those things. Well, well, what is yours about? It's gonna be boring, but I will listen to it. It's not gonna be boring. Hmm. We'll see. I'll be the judge so, of that, as I am at the end of every episode. <laughs> so, um, I'm up first this week, and Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines rogue as you fucking asshole. One, a vagrant or tramp. Two, a dishonest or worthless person. Mm-hmm. Scoundrel. Ooh, three, a mischievous person. Scamp. Or a horse inclined to shirk or misbehave. I really wish I had a horse story to do. I, I did look for a horse I story. Swear, I swear, I thought that's where you were going when you're like, oh, I, a horse. And I was like, oh my God, did you find like a I ghost looked, horse? And then I was like, oh, now I'm going to tell you a story about a ghost horse. I couldn't find a good one, oh, so I didn't. Fine. So then I was like, okay, it's like a mischievous little person. That's mm-hmm. the angle I went yes. for. Or like okay. a hobo. It sounds like, like a railroad hobo. 
Yeah, so I went like the mischievous route. So then okay. I was like Googling like mischievous ghosts. Uh-huh. Mischievous spirits. And I kept getting hits about cobalts. Oh. So I'm going to tell you about cobalts today. Oh, okay. So cobalts, while very roguey, like more ghost adjacent than ghost proper. Right. But also our show. Do yeah, I want. do what I want. I do what I want. But yeah. So. Um, yeah, so a kobold is uh, of German origin. It's a yeah. spirit or a sprite. Yeah. So they are often called spirits. They're often invisible, which is why I think they get lumped in with ghosts a lot. Gotcha. Um, so there are three main types of kobolds. Okay. There's house spirits. House which spirits. Is, which is what we're going to focus on today. Okay. So don't get too excited, Bob. Because the other two kinds of spirits are mine slash cave spirits, which you know I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and boat or ship spirits. Again, which which, which is I know what I wanted Bob you to do. wanted me to do. Yeah. Yeah. But there, the most of the good was in house, so we're going to talk about the house versions of cobalts. I'll um, allow it. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. So house <laughs> spirits, these house cobalts, they're kind of like they like baseline are a little bit like Dobby the house elf. Okay. Um, you so give them socks most, and they'll leave. Yeah, kind. Yeah, they're mostly right like um, kind of ambivalent. They like help you out with stuff. They play little tricks on you, but they're like not evil inherently in a way that you think of of like a gobliny creature. Uh huh. So it's like he'll he'll help you do the laundry, but he will put plastic wrap over the toilet so you piss everywhere. Yeah, kind okay. of. Got it. Or like he'll put plastic wrap over your neighbor's toilet seat and then tell you about it, and you can laugh about it together. Oh, even better. Yeah. I like these guys. Yeah. So, um, but what's interesting about kobolds, these house kobolds, is they tend to stick with the house. They tend to stick with a the household. There's like an old German saying that was like servants come and go, but kobolds remain. Oh, ah. mm, interesting. I, indentured servitude of these poor this kobolds. This is my uh, forever kobold. His name yeah. is Heinz. Is, he lives here forever. Yes. Um, so, and they kind of take on the personality of the homeowner or the master of the household that they live within. So like if you're a nice person and do nice things and treat your kobold nicely, you'll have a nice helpful kobold. If okay. you're an asshole, you'll have an asshole kobold. All right. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um so as I said, most of the time these kobolds are completely invisible, which I think is why they get spirits, they get mixed up with yeah. the ghostiness of things. Um but they can take on uh, three other main forms. Okay. So one form, the form they take the least often, is of like basically an elemental. So they can show up like as fire or Ooh. as wind or as snow. Or something as a like shape that. Size, Sheep size, faceless, fe- faceless fart, fart man. man. Yes. Mostly they take on the form of fire because they're like associated with the hearth of a house and like helping to make the food of the... So they're mostly fiery when they're elementally. Okay. But they can't be an element. They can also take on a humanoid form which is normally... Uh, I quote, the size of a four-year-old male boy. Oh, oh, no. Very specific. It's very specific. Not a four-and-a-half-year-old female. No, fuck that. Child. A four-year-old female boy. That's how big a cobalt is. Four-year-old female boy. Four-year-old female boy. (laughs) Anytime you meet a four-year-old female, a four-year-old boy, assume it's a cobalt. Okay. Okay. I I shall do so from now on. Yes. From now on. Every four-year-old boy, not girl. Is a cobalt. Or neither or both. Right. Nope. Just the boys. Okay, okay. Um, but the third and most common like uh, like f- shape for it to take is that of an animal, normally like a smaller animal that lives in your house and helps you out with things. The most popular 
and most beloved to this podcast version of this yes. is, of course, Jeff the Mongoose. Jeff the Mongoose! What? He, he just lived in the house. He helped them out with stuff. He was mean to their neighbors and, like, talked shit about them. He went to the fifth dimension. Yeah, he was the fifth yeah. dimension. He split the atom. Oh, he my. told you he was an extra, extra clever mongoose. Yeah. Because he's a kobold. Oh. oh. Well, now we know. Now we know. I was like, oh, Jeff the mongoose. Love him. Oh, Jeff. I hope he's well. <laughs> um. Yo, sh- so, shout out to Jeff the mongoose. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, Jeff, whilst a very famous mongoose and a very famous kobold to us, to our podcast listeners and this podcast, um, there are actually famous kobolds, oh. it, like house kobolds, the most famous of which is probably a kobold named King Goldemar, who was, their words, not mine, king of the dwarves. Okay. Oh. Um, and he like lived in a little castle, so he was his own house kobold, oh. but then he would go to other people's houses and, and do kobold things. All right. No. So, so it's not just like a random kobold. It's like every kobold had a unique, specific personality. Yeah. And there are like five or six that have many, many stories about them traveled across different countries to different households. You're like, oh, you were visited by this specific kobold. Oh, the king of the dwarves. Yes. You're special. So, yeah. Yes. So yeah, br- bring out the nice china. That's we're having royalty the over. The king is Cheese here. Platter? Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. Bring out that good, good flatware. Um, so kobolds are super old school. They're like from way, way ye olden times. The first written records of them are in the 13th century. That is ye but they olden actually, times. They go back further than that because they're sort of a, like the folktale of a um, kobold was originally based in a pagan belief, but it carried over into Christianity. And it became this focus about like family and hearth and home and like what's important. Okay. Um, So I just think it's interesting that the Germans were like, yeah, all right, we'll get down with this Christ dude, but like we're keeping our kobolds. Yeah, but okay, caveat, asterisk, I need to keep this. So I'm going to shoehorn him into this face. Do you think there's any way that you could take your holy books and, and incorporate the kobolds into them? Please. Yeah, there's even a mention of a kobold in Martin Luther's version of the Bible. Nice. There we go. Nice. Yeah. So it was really like Martin Luther's yes. very accommodating. <laughs> he, he, uh, he loves a little kobold. Yeah. Um so uh for you uh English nerds out there. Yeah. I have no geography for you geography nerds this week, sorry. Shit. You know where Germany is. Oh my god. Um so they think that the word kobold comes from the Latin word Copalis, which then became the Greek word kobalos, both of those words loosely translate to penis rogue. Oh, because oh. they're little rogues. I get See, it. Rogue. Gotcha. Check. Done. I'm on topic. Look at you. It's um, not even so what, what that means to you. It's literally what it means it's in the literally dictionary. What in it English. means now. Um, well, so lots of people wanted to have these house kobolds. Well, they yeah. were like, I gotta get me one of these house kobolds. Now you might say, why do you want a kobold in your house? Why do you First want a kobold all, in your house? Did you not hear the story of Jeff the Mongoose? He fucking slaps out of control. Everyone he should want a Jeff the Mongoose. the fucking Adam. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't He's you want one? He's the fifth dimension. Jeez. He could kill you just by looking at you. Yeah. But Look, he won't. I operate in three dimensions because I'm a three-dimensional human being. But what if I want two more? You that's can't why you, have that's why you gotta get a Jeff. You gotta get a Jeff. You gotta the get your Indian Jeff. Indian British you, mongoose. I get it. 
Um, so you would want a cobalt for your house because cobalts bring good luck to your household. Oh, That's cool. what they do. Um, they bring just general good luck to your house. They perform small, menial, helpful household tasks for you. Um, they will help you with work because lots of times these are like farming families. So oh. they will help with some of the like animal care and harvesting like, and stuff. Will they help me with my work now? Because I could sure use somebody to do stuff sure, for Sure, they me. can update that Excel spreadsheet for you. Yeah, well, they help me run my Etsy store. Sure, they love to. They love to fulfill ship, shipping orders. Big fans. Yeah. Love it. They, they love um, the USPS they, website. They also uh, were like generally seen to, if you could have a cobalt in your household, your household would get an increase in wealth. Oh. So your family would just start to do better in some way, shape or form okay. because of having this cobalt there. So like as an example, if you lived in a house mm -hmm. and you had a house cobalt, that cobalt might um, like help scrub the pots and pans from dinner. Oh, Nice. Or sweep up the floors in the morning. Nice. Um, or might help you like get up in the morning and feed all the livestock in the stables. Nice. So these cobalts, they also, uh, because lots of times people lived at work, Ooh. you know? Yeah. Um, I know what that's like now. Mm -hmm. Am I right, yes, kids? Exactly. Am I right? So We've all been lots, there. there are many stories in Germany of uh, very old, very, very famous breweries that had cobalt. Nice. Such so, as? I didn't write down the names of them. There was a bunch of very Germany German words. Damn it. Ryzen Yeah. The Rammstein Brewery. Nice. And he so at the Rammstein Brewery. Um, the the kobolds would help them every night. They would clean out the big casks once the beers were done, nice. and then they would bust all the tables because they were like, aren't they? They nice? were breweries like they were like eating halls too. So I, you know what like, this sounds like? This sounds like the fucking janitor who didn't want to do his job and didn't want to clean out the casks or anything. And I said, uh, uh, Heinrich, did you clean out the casks? Oh no, I didn't need to because the kobolds came. That motherfucker didn't clean shit, it's and so everybody was drinking poop beer. But it got clean. Yeah, maybe. Um, and there was also like a very famous bakery that had like some of the base best baked goods in the time at Germany. And there was just one baker. And everyone's like, how do you do all this work by yourself? And he was like, I have four house cobalt. But you know what the truth me. is? Methamphetamines. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah, we really did that? <laughs> Cocaina. Cocaina. Yeah. Um, the unsung hero of olden times. Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine and meth. They could do um, anything. So your cobalts would also sometimes bring you gifts. Oh, so your cobalt would just like be out of wandering for the day and come back and be like, look, here's four sacks of rye. And or like, look, here's a pretty gold necklace. What the downside to this they was that the that. cobalt often got this by stealing from your neighbors. Yeah. But people were like, I didn't do it. The cobalt did it. Mine now. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like finders keepers at that point. Well, then the other people would be like, man, we got to get a cobalt and they can steal some steal shit it for back. us too. They can just steal it back. We can have the same bag of rye going back and forth between the houses. I think that's yeah. probably what happened too. Oh, no, my cobalt stole it the next day. No, yeah, well, my, my cobalt, cobalt stole it. Stole it. Yeah. Um, and lots of times if in a small village some family would have some unexpected turn in wealth, they'd be like, oh, they must have got a cobalt. Cobalt, lucky sons of bitches. It was like bitches. explained as, as a... It's good fortune. Um, and if you're co if you were a nice person and you were nice to your cobalt and your cobalt liked you, <clears throat> your cobalt would also warn you if something bad was going to happen. Oh, that's nice. Oh, no. yeah. So I read one story <laughs> about this guy who was good friends with his cobalt and his cobalt was like, I know you're going hunting this morning, but like something bad's going to happen if you go hunting. And he was like, I got it, cobalt. I got it. And he, he went out. The it. very first shot he took, his gun backfired, blew off the thumb on his hand. He went home. And as he walked in the door, his cobalt was basically like, I told you so. I told you so. You don't. Like I told you so, buddy. Like his wife. I told you so. 
I told you. I told you. I think maybe the cobalt jammed that gun so it would do that. Oh, I'm sure. A little tricky cobalt. As soon as he hears the door open, cobalt's in there like, blew your thumb off, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, who's who's got one thumb and should have fucking listened to me? You. You. It was you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so you may say to yourself, this sounds amazing. This sounds amazing. I would amazing. Like to get me a cobalt. I want a cobalt. Well, who doesn't? I- um, so the way to get a cobalt to come into your house okay. is that, because you know, sometimes cobalts disguise themselves as animals. Right. So much like Jeff the Mongoose, who just showed up one day on that family's doorstep, cold and wet, and they took him in yeah. as like an animal that needed help. Yeah. Sometimes those animals are cobalts. You know what? Maybe so, that cat you met was a cobalt. Maybe I did meet a cat today, listeners. I was very excited about it. Yeah, it was a good day. Maybe that was maybe that was a cobalt. Today was a good day. Um, Use your AK. But if you don't have any wet animals showing up on your doorstep like I did this morning, Mm -hmm. there was one other way you could try and get a cobalt to come to your house. Okay. On the day of Saint John. Oh God, when's that? On Saint John's Day. Oh yeah, on the day of Saint John, betwixt noon and one p.m., you shall take thee to a forest and find upon this forest an anthill with a bird perched atop it. Fuck! This is impossible. You shall whisper this secret phrase. Don't ask me what it was. I don't know. And then this bird shall turn into a small child, or a small child will appear somewhere nearby. And then you put that child in a burlap sack. You take it home, and now it's a cobalt. That is kidnapping. That people (laughs) go to fucking prison for that. That sounds awful. That no 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 this that's so how you go to on, jail. Kids like, walkabout in the woods. He gets kidnapped. Now he's fucking cleaning all the pots and pans. Yeah no 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 that's like that's slavery. That's uh, illegal. I, I would like it noted that uh, no one on the Booze and Brews podcast condones or recommends that you no, go into any forest and kidnap any children on the day of Saint John. Do not put any children inside of any kind of burlap yeah, sacks. Don't take children. I mean, if a child's wandering alone in the forest and needs help, help them. But don't, don't put them in a sack. Take them. No, no, don't no. Unless the child sack. specifically looks like the kind of help they need is to be put into a burlap sack. Is to be in sack. sackened? Yes. yes. That child needs a good sacking. Find a sack child. <laughs> Find a um, child with ample sack. Get out. <laughs> so sometimes, if you That's would be like telling law the you're universe, breaking. you'd be like trying to manifest yourself a kobold. It's so far from St. John's manifest Day. Manifest yourself. You've never seen a bird on top of an anthill no. in your whole fucking life. You keep putting no. kids in bags. You're not getting any cobalt. You, you keep just, putting kids in bags. You keep getting arrested. Yeah. You keep you keep going to jail. Zero cobalts. There's no cobalts in jail. Um. So if you're just trying to manifest this uh-huh. and the universe is going to send you a cobalt, how you'll know that a cobalt is like on the lookout for a new house and is maybe considering your house okay. is that in the night, okay. the cobalt will come and strew your floors with wood chips and then we'll take cow manure and put it in your milk jugs. And uh, if you're uh, like, fuck this cobalt, yeah, and you sweep up the wood chips and you throw away the poopy milk, yes, then you don't get the cobalt. I think Ribs but, USA has a cobalt. Because <laughs> I think they have wood chips on their they floor. They have wood chips on their floor. And I don't know about the milk, but I mean, I, it's a barbecue place. I, Nobody's ordering the milk. Yeah, the milk's just in the back with the I shit in it. I feel like this is what happened to that slip and slide show. You yep. get Giardia, yep. but you may also get a cobalt. <laughs> That's 40 people getting cobalts out in Simi Valley. Those lucky Also shit. beavers. I've mentioned beavers. I've contractually fulfilled my beaver contract. <laughs> beavers. Got that beaver fever, baby. Got that beaver. Got it in the beaver. Oh, boy. 
So that's how. So you have to drink poopy milk to get a cobalt, but then the cobalt might come. What if and okay? To, what if the to, cobalt just like puts bullshit on your floor, makes you drink shit milk, and then doesn't come? That's just well, a mean joke. It will. It's. It says. What if, if it makes you drink shit milk? Yeah. yeah. And then he goes. You know what? I don't want to come to your house anyway. Well, I feel like then that's a tricky little fucking cobalt. Can I? Can I take them to sue to cobalt like, court? Yes. To court bald. To federal cord bolt oh <laughs> uh, no so apparently you get a cobalt if you drink the poopy milk wait you actually oh, have so to drink then, the shit milk you have to drink the shit milk and leave the wood chips on your floor and then the cobalt this is how will you come. get a cobalt this is fucking weird if you don't want to go to a forest and kidnap a child i'm simply telling you what they are you have to kidnap a child get giardia yeah get that beaver fever am I right gentlemen am I right hey if you got beaver fever send us an email boozerboozepodcast at gmail.com we have a big lesbian audience and we love them we love big lesbians oh hey small lesbians medium lesbians we're here for all of you hell yeah yeah. if you have beaver fever let us know too (laughs) (laughs) okay so once you have this cobalt oh man um, how do you take care of your cobalt? This is actually pretty easy. You have to feed your cobalt every day. It gets dinner at the same time and at the same place every day. Okay. Pretty much like any other pet or family member. Or four-year-old child. And, by or the way, cobalt child that you kidnapped. That you've just, just kidnapped. Like also like a four-year-old child. These cobalts fucking love beer. So their dinner oh. better include their, quote, fair share of the family's dinner beer. Oh. oh. Uh, what's a fair share? Like, what I don't if know. This also, is an also, you're... You have to give the cobalts an extra dinner on holidays. And I was like, what do you qualify as a holiday? Is it like bank holidays? What about Valentine's Day? Right. Do they get extra dinner on Valentine's Flag Day? Arbor Day? Like, is it federal holidays only? Is yeah, it religious holidays? Like, do I have to, like, Assumption of the Virgin Mary, have to give this fucking thing some food? Do I have to yeah. know all about the old-timey German holidays? I don't know. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. But yeah, so extra extra dinner on holiday. All this is confirming to me is that I should not have a cobalt. I can't take care of it. No. It's a big well, responsibility. You got to get a microchip. You shouldn't have a cobalt. You got to take him to obedience training. You got to get a microchip. You do. The And cobalts are persnickety little bitches. So if you are, like I said, if you're an asshole, just as a person, your cobalt's also going to be an asshole. Okay. So like if you have bad habits, like there was this one guy who was constantly cheating on his wife, mm. but then every time he would cheat on his wife, his cobalt would come in the room with a broomstick and poke him in the ass as he was fucking his mistress. <laughs> because he was like, no, you shouldn't be that doing this. Bad this sounds like a man who's not ready to admit he's into pegging. I think that's what this story I, really I, is. I was also Actually, like, or he was way into it and he was like, yeah, yeah. Get a yeah. I'm going to fuck oh, my I'm mistress going to more cheat now. I'm on my wife again. I certainly hope my cobalt doesn't remember to bring over <laughs> oh, the broom no. handle. I have to be the naughtiest of I better not be punished. I better not be punished tonight. Oh, oh no. God. I've been a bad, bad man. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my. Ooh. Um, so like there's a story of one of these famous breweries was taken over by this guy who was an asshole and then treated his cobalt like an asshole. Mm. His cobalt who used to be very helpful, but then he stopped helping and cleaning out the cask and he started just going around and like tapping patrons on shoulders and pinching them so that they thought other people were doing it so that people would get into Bites. bar fights. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because the new owner was a dick, so he was a dick. I like it. I dig um, it. Down with it. You also, um, you can't be mean to them. Oh. Um, okay. So you can't just be a mean person in general, but you can't be mean to them. Mm. So there was a story about um, this man who his master, like, he was just like a glass to me. And the, the cobalt was like, raise a glass to me. I've done great things for you. And the guy was like, yeah, check yourself, cobalt. Whoa. So then the cobalt jumped up, pushed him on the ground and choked him nearly to death. 
Oh. It's an escalation. That, yep, that went that from zero to quickly. Uh, 100 yeah, pretty Speaking quickly. of escalating quickly, so in another household, this servant like accidentally kicked dust on a kobold, and the kobold was like, fuck this, and then she was like, I'm sorry, and the kobold was like, no, fuck you, you're not sorry, and she was like, well, let me help you, and then like sprayed him down with water to get the dirt off, and then he was like, fuck this bitch, and he snuck in while she was sleeping, strangled her, chopped her up into pieces, cooked her on the hearth and then served her to the rest of the household the following morning to be like, you don't fucking kick dirt on me and spray me with water. Lesson learned. Oh, man. And the cook was like, overstep. Yeah, a bit. This feels bold. Yeah. And then the kobold was like, agree to disagree and pushed him in the moat and he drowned. You know what? This... The, that cobalt's got some anger issues. Yeah, that, that I feel like they need to All work I hear out. was a bunch of people who weren't being nice and weren't listening, kicking dirt yes. on him and shit. Come on, who yeah, started so you it? To, you have to be nice to your cobalt. And if you've gotten yourself an asshole cobalt, really the o- the only way to fix it is to stop being an asshole yourself. Uh-huh. That's the only way to fix it. Self So if you're doing bad habits, you have to stop your bad habits. Knock that shit off. You may think, oh, fuck. Like, I got a shitty cobalt. I'll just move no, and get rid of the cobalt. No, they come with you. No, no, no. He, co- he follows you. He's like yeah. a poltergeist, man. He fucking comes where you come. So I found a story of this guy who's, like, tricking his cobalt. So he, like, tricked... The cobalt lived in the barn, had, like, its own little cobalt room because lots of people gave them their own space. Okay. So he had his own little cobalt room in the barn and then one night he like locked the barn he lit the barn on fire he like secretly packed up all his shit and he was like i'm moving away while this barn's on fire i'm getting away from this cobalt and he got like two miles away from the house he looked down cobalt sitting right next to him on the fucking like bench and he's like yeah it's about time we left that fucking house behind oh my god be like i uh i poured some accelerant on that fire yeah Yeah. he he was like yeah fuck yeah burning that barn down was a great idea i'm here for it man i jerked off so hard let's go burn down another house Let's go murder some more cooks. Yeah, I'm here for it. I can't believe in kerosene around. Hoping you've been doing that. Yeah, I'm just that been waiting. Rad. <laughs> Kick dirt on me. Find out what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there were sometimes where people would not be willing to give up their shitty ways, and they had tried to run away, and the kobolds just followed them. Mm-hmm. So then they were like, "Well, obviously, kobolds are demons. Oh, so I'll just get a priest because oh. we're Christians. Sure, we are Christians. Yeah, we are good." German God-fearing Christians. Yeah. So obviously these kobolds are demons. I'll just come and get someone to exercise my house and get rid of this kobold demon. No. Here's so they bought a Peloton and then they <laughs> they exercised the shit, shit. out of it. They, uh, yeah. Out of it. That they, was a great joke. You gotta joke hit a new PR. That's the only way you get rid of the kobold. You gotta hit a new PR. Yep. Um. So oftentimes when you would try to bring in a priest, either they the cobalt would just not appear because mm-hmm. they can be invisible. Right. They would just never show up. Or they would show up, beat the shit out of the priest, take their Bible from them, and kick the priest out of the house. Oh. <laughs> and I've the seen, reason I've that seen this doesn't work is because every time a priest like successfully talks to a cobalt to try and exercise them, the priest, if he didn't get beat the shit out of and leave yeah. before he's been cooked... Um, he would discover through conversation that kobolds are Christians, just like those German people are. <laughs> you can't exercise them away. They're not demons. No. They're just little reflections of your shitty fucking personality. Yeah. <laughs> and then they try to like sit down and explain that to the person and they're like, no, nine. Well, so some, so some, there perfect. are stories of priests being like, oh no, there's nothing wrong with this kobold. Like you're the problem. You're the asshole. Yeah. And the kobold being like, yeah, man, I'm right with Jesus. Yeah. How, like, how, can, you, how can you love your kobold if you don't first love yourself? Yeah. 
Um, so just as a little topper on my cobalt story, I'm sure many of you this whole time have been picturing the tiny race of dragon cobalt people from D and D. That's uh-huh. what I was doing immediately throughout this whole time, not imagining them to be the size of a four year old boy child. No, or Jeff the mongoose. Right. So apparently, um, cobalts got this like little dragon. They've always been like littlery creatures, so that's where the little comes from. But way back in like the 12th, 13th centuries, um, German peasants used to, as like a fun decoration, they used to make little effigies of kobolds and like leave them around the house because they thought it was like fun and quirky. Okay. And lots of times these uh, effigies were made out of mandrake root. Okay. Okay. So they started calling them little drakes, which is another word for dragon. Sure. And then because often when kobolds are in their elemental form, they're fire. So they were like a little fire drake, and that's how it like pivoted into a little dragon, dragon creature that we all kind of think of when we think of a cobalt. I that's actually very cute, and I like it. Like it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is my ghost adjacent but rogue heavy story about house cobalt. I like I it. I like it, and listener, you better like it too, because if you don't like it, I'll punch you in the mouth. Now I'm gonna yell at you in your ears, and then we'll come back and get another story. It's gonna be great. Hang out. Hey everybody, it's your pal Engineer Bob, and if I see you in the forest on an anthill, I'm gonna put you in a sack. Hey, I'd like to thank uh, listeners Jessica and Sissy. One, Jessica, thank you for your very kind email about the uh, Nebraska State Capitol, and Sissy, thank you for doing the Lord's work and telling everybody about this podcast. The rest of you losers are not doing enough in order to get the word out, so tell somebody if you're not gonna leave a review. I'm tired of asking. Hey, also, patreon.com slash boozerbrews, give us your money now that I've been mean to you. Audio episodes, video episodes, so sketches that I do, it's the best way to waste your money if you're not wasting it on other things like food. Also, you should go to social media websites and say hi to us. We got a bunch of them. We've got a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. We got a Facebook at Booze and Bruce. And we got an Instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. All right, that's enough for me. Now back to the show. Rogues Part Two: The Mi- Roganing. Merriam Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Hi, nice try. I already did it. Electric Roganing. I already did that joke. I did it. It was a funny joke. Ah, uh, but see, when I like did the callback, it was. Well, kind what does the funny. Oxford Dictionary define it as? Yeah, man, get your own fucking dictionary. Yeah, get your own di- use a British dictionary. <laughs> no. Yeah, Miriam and me are home bitches. <laughs> no, so back- we've been buds since back in the day. <laughs> Back in the days of the War of Northern Aggression. Oh, the War of Northern, Northern aggression. aggression. The state of Ohio. Heard uh, of it? Heard of it. Uh, they commandeered a field in the Mansfield area of the state, located in the northeast slash north central part of the state. So you northeast slash north central. Yeah, so it's, it's north. It's like mm. kind of in the middle, kind of toward the east, but toward the tip. Not a like tippy tippy top, but it's like a real. Sure, I can can picture it. Hey, geography nerds, you're all caught up now. The the last one was light on geography information, but now you've got your content. Once we get our second beaver reference, you're all gravy. You've got everything you came here for. That's right. In a section of Ohio known to be dense with beavers. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, now they are. Yeah. Sure. Thank you for making. You're welcome. That. I it's took care of it. It's pretty much called O Beavero at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They've changed the name. It's it's actually in line for the Beaverton Senate. Beaverton in the county of Beaver. No, that's in Oregon. You were in a different state, a different O state. Beaveronia. O- Ohio. Yes. Beaverville. Uh, so anyway, it's in Mansfield, Ohio, and hot pilts. The the state declared it <laughs> Camp Mordecai Bartley. K 
Camp Mordecai Bartley, Bartley, the finest Civil War soldier training camp in all the land. Now, Mordecai Bartley, in case you were wondering, was the governor or if you went to the Wikipedia page about the Ohio State Reformatory, spoiler alert, which is what I'm talking about, um, they called Mordecai Bartley the chump of Ohio in the 1840s. Oh, shit. Shots fired. Shots yeah. fired. Wikipedia. Now, what, 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 does that word have a specific meaning in olden times? Or it just means the no, same I, thing? He's just a asshole. Chump. So do you remember when the Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl? Yeah. And some Pittsburgh fan called them the Green Bay Fudge Packers? Yes, I remember same that. Same thing. My guess is somebody got on the Wikipedia page and changed governor to chump. Someone had themselves, some history professor had four white wine spritzers. And was like, And Fuck. went a little crazy. And he was yeah. like, you know what? I didn't like this Mordecai Bartley this guy. This is gonna be so funny. Oh my god! Chump, noun, <laughs> informal, a foolish or easily deceived person. How can this chump are be you, a detective? Are you checking it with my girl Miriam? Uh, this is no. Oxford? This is Oxford. This is Oxford. <laughs> Bob went Fuck to that Ox- guy. Uh, origin: Fuck. English. Fuck English. Chump. English. Lump. English. Stump. All mushed down to chump. Thick lump of wood in the early 18th century. That's it. Thick lump of wood. The governor of Ohio in the 1840s was a lump of wood. He was a known wood lump. He He was was a thick with three C's lump of wood. Yeah. Mm. Mordecai was thick. Thick. So they thought, what better person to name this Civil War soldier training camp after uh, than this thick chump of a man? Um, as we uh, now know, the war eventually ended, or did it? Did it? Did it? Uh, and the field said empty, longing for a purpose. Uh, in 1867. I long for purpose. I'm a field. I long for purpose. Well, you didn't have to wait too long because. Build upon me. Two years after the Civil Dig War deep ended. within me. Dig. I'm full of beavers. Find Dig. my precious loads. <laughs> Deeper. Plum my inner depths. <laughs> Two years after the Have Civil War. Have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this field. <laughs> Just dig a hole and stick your dick in. So two years after the Civil War ended, the field was added to the short list of locations for the Intermediate Penitentiary, a brand new jail for young first-time offenders who have some hope of being reformed. So it's like intermediate. It's like they, the yeah. middle school of prison. Yes, exactly. It's not like for children who are like, oh, I got caught stealing once when I was five, just like that Jane's Addiction song. Uh, but it's not for hardened murderers. I like the reference. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for explaining. Look, there are some youths who probably have no idea who Which Jane's is Addiction the Jane's is. Jane's Addiction song. Booze and Bruce podcast at gmail.com. Tell me if you even knew who the fuck James yeah, Addiction was. Did you was. know those you lyrics know? before podcast mom told you the band? Oh and if after God. hearing the name of the band, did you still have no idea she what it was? didn't pay for anything. It's as simple as that. Yeah, nothing. Uh, but yeah, so it was for people, um, I think they said the ages of 8 to 16 uh, were housed here. Um, but yes. So, so and not to go. So to go to baby jail, you had to be under 8? Yeah. 
Some That's hardened harsh. ass criminals. That's yep. harsh. Yeah. Uh, it was officially selected. They all look eight- like that little Hezbollah guy who's getting into that boxing match in the Ukraine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like no. little people like that. Just yes. like I mean, last week I did nine year olds in prison, so Melly is taking that. It tracks. Received it and come in with eight year olds in prison. Story yep. tradition of the Booze and Bruce podcast of child of child. Next episode, I'm gonna have to find a seven year old in prison. We're gonna yes. find babies in jail. We're gonna go all the way back to Zygo to pregnant women in prison. That's that's gonna be our next Jail week's episode. Babies. Yes. So the site was officially selected in 1885, and construction on the jail began in 1886. I have been selected. Cleveland architect Levi Schofield. Oh yeah, such Schofield a name. Jeans. Yep was hired to design the prison, and he decided on three very distinct very different architectural styles one victorian gothic two richardsonian romanesque and three queen anne these are a weird mishmash yeah for a all of them weird choices for a prison yeah but are they three great tastes that taste great together Uh, yeah is this is this like you got chocolate in my peanut butter i got peanut butter in your chocolate situation i mean i think what he did so the i the the reason that the three particular styles so the outside is a romanesque looking thing which is why it looks like count dracula's house okay. Okay. the inside though must have elements of count Queen dracula Anne. famous roman oh yes. yeah and and elements of richardsonian no that's the romanesque of gothic and queen anne that's all on the inside he picked those styles be thought because he thought it would encourage these roguish youths to be reborn back into their spiritual lives and by rogues mm. you mean horses right I do. I mean, eight-year-old horses who yeah. get caught breaking and entering. Fuck yeah, yeah pony prison, baby. Let's go. Horses. That's right. Horse and beaver crime was on the rise, but we couldn't keep the, the beaver fever was too strong. You can't keep a beaver down. You can't. And you certainly cannot keep them in prison. Hence the ponies. Once a beaver goes bad. That's it. You can't get it back. Can't get it back. Bad beaver for life. There is no reforming that beast. Beavers for life. We ain't going (laughs) nowhere. So instead, (laughs) bad beavers for life. The jail. uh, We've done a good job putting lots of beaver content into this week's episode. You know, we we saw we saw what we did to ourselves. We're like, all right, we did it, and we did it. Uh, the jail did not it's open. It's fun to challenge yourself. Until 1896. And when it finally did, it was, of course, not finished. <laughs> but they needed to open it because there were children in need of reforming. Um, it, I'm sorry that your prison school is not done yet, but these children need discipline. They need to be disciplined. It also... They're the naughty little boys. By the time it opened... They're the naughtiest. By the time it opened, it also underwent a name change. So uh, I'm sure after f- countless focus groups of like, is intermediary... The building for naughty boys. That didn't try. Mordecai's house for bad little boys. That also didn't pull well. So they settled on the safest bet, Ohio State Reformatory. Beaver oh. and the bad boys. Beaver I would watch that punk band. Y- you would watch that. I would. I, I'd, I'd watch it too. I feel like they do some like acoustic version of landslide with like a hard rock backing. That's pretty good. Mm, I feel like Smashing Pumpkins tried that and it was just obnoxious. Yeah, but okay. you have to be shitty enough at it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's almost like Rancid singing it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like Primus comes in and tries <laughs> to cover. You know? <laughs> Could you imagine? He just starts laying down those stupid landslide with a brace car driver. <laughs> 
Uh, the first 150 inmates arrived and were immediately put to work on finishing the jail sewer system uh, and building the oh, stone good. wall. You probably want that fixed before you open. No, it's going to happen simultaneously. You're just going to have to hold your shits until you build that sewer system. It is Everyone's going to prison. You can't poop till Tuesday. No. And if you do, going to have to dig a hole we into have, that field. You can't poop till Tuesday. However... It is Sloppy Joe Sunday, so it's going to be a wild ride, kids. Beaver fever. (laughs) (laughs) Journey for everyone. Oh, man. At first, things weren't too bad at the prison. Um, The goal really was rehabilitation. They really focused on it, and the system achieved, uh, I think it was like 10 to 15% recidivism. Um, they did that by... That's really good for prison. Yeah, they did that through education, uh, education trade, and Jesus. Who um, would have thought that, like, you know, educating and giving someone a trade would, would actually help them. help them not have to commit crime? It's I don't funny. get it. Yeah. No, I don't get it either. It's, um, a, it's an idea that's just crazy enough to work. Yeah, except no one wants to do it because it doesn't make enough money, you see. Yeah. it's It makes... Capitalism. We bought, we bought all these shirts that say bad boys are bad for life. We can't sell them no. to only 10% of the population. That's true. We need a higher recidivism. Right. Uh, agreed. Um, but yes, all terms were 18-month sentences, after which time they would be reassessed, or they would you know, basically be assessed, and if they deemed you rehabilitated, they would send you out into the world. If they think you still need some time, they would give you another 18-month sentence. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They do that in some Scandinavian countries, where like everyone, who the most you can go to prison is for like five years, and mm-hmm. everyone gets reassessed after five years. Yeah. Uh, but all good things must come to an end. And, uh, and sometimes those boys had to leave prison. And sometimes uh, we it costs more money to let them go than just to keep them in. in capitalism, y'all, we need to make money. A for-profit prison system. Mm-hmm. But actually what happened was some of the other jails were becoming overcrowded. So they saw the Ohio State Reformatory and said, well, you guys got room. Even though, look, even though your jail is more reforming and children, we're going to give you hardened murdering men. Yeah. And you're going to have to house are small. them. You can squeeze them into a smaller space. Yeah. yeah. So instead of having their own rooms, all of a sudden now there are three to a cell. And you put three eight-year-olds on one bunk. Uh, <laughs> and you had, you know, men mixing with boys, which is in- boys as the Lord intended. It's a little more Nambla. than what was intended. <laughs> so by the 1960s, the state of Ohio pulled its support of the rehabilitation model and focused... Um, solely on punishment, and OSR became a maximum security facility. So, well, did it still have some kids, or had at this point it's by all... the 1960s it's all adults? Okay, they um, like they they weaned the kids out. Yeah, the kids eventually were either put within into, 18 months. There's no more kids, <laughs> right? Either they aged out of the system, like foster care, or they just became hardened criminals themselves and are now adults in this prison Fun, system. Bad boy for life. Bad boy. They made the bad shirt. Beavers for life. They made the shirt. Uh, in the, by the 1980s, conditions at the jail were so bad that inmates filed a class action lawsuit against the state of Ohio regarding overcrowding and inhumane conditions and won. Shockingly, the federal government was like, yeah, you're yeah, right. It's banned. Criminals. It's what real bad. What year was that? I want to say they sued 1985, 1986. Oh, okay. There was in the middle of like... 
Maybe. This is just before Reagan started shutting all the fucking mental health facilities down and then prisons got crazy overcrowded. Maybe. Right? This is, Reagan's in a second term by this point. Yeah. So maybe he has done it already. Um, but shockingly, like I said, the federal court sided with the inmates and ordered the state to start building a new, more modern facility that they could then move all of the inmates from this prison, close this jail down, and then open up a new one. Okay. Um, OSR closed, of course. I want to say the the judge said by like 1980 let's just say like 1987 the jail needs to be closed down and this new facility needs to be and built and on like December 27th they were no. taking the last person no, out no 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 they were like uh we don't have enough time or money and the jail's like oh, or the sorry the government was like okay we'll grant you an extension so the jail didn't actually close until 1990 oh shit yeah, so it's like you win. Can you imagine it's being that inmate? That a prison you win. built during the Civil War, pretty much. Yeah, existed until the 1990s. Yeah, with prisoners in with it, with people inside. Yeah, a sewage system built by children in the 19 1870s. Yeah, 1880s. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so they closed in 1990, and today it is run by the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society. Hot. Um, fun facts about the jail include that the exterior of the building, if you're a, a fan of movies, you will recognize it as the prison in Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Oh, neat. Yeah. And it was the Russian prison in the Harrison Ford film, Air Force One. Oh, nice. Yeah. Get off my plane. It very that much. That classic line. Yes. It it has a good Hollywood look to the exterior. It was horrible. They didn't go inside because it was a shit show. Yeah, but it's like but, a big, scary, weird amalgamation of a bunch of architectural styles. Yeah, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect for Shawshank and Air Force One. Uh, you can take tours of the prison today because it's Ohio and they're open. Um, but you can take tours of the prison, such as the Hollywood Meets History Tour, the Inmate Confessions Tour, or... Okay, now that is a porno I have seen. <laughs> wow. I'll allow that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. <laughs> like, I don't know. You couldn't see Tuna, but she was thinking about it. Like there I was, did. There was I, I debated. And, yeah. I debated. Because sometimes... I think about what I say before I say it. Not all the time, but sometimes. Okay. See, that's what that's a lesson you could learn. I doubt it. No, it's fine. Everyone's no. different. No. It's We're not all a on different scales of how how much we edit what comes out of our mouths. Um Bob is the least, I'm in the middle, you're the most. Oh yeah. I do. I do think pretty hard about what I say. That's why I write it down. Um, she does write out full full sentences. Yeah. Mine are just crazy notes. Must feed. Don't slight. I don't write anything down. <laughs> um, but yes, so you can also take the most popular tour, which are the public ghost hunts. Because that's right, kids. This place is haunted and the Preservation Society leans all the way into it. They I will give love you, that. They will give I you love classes. it when they lean into a ghostie. They will teach you how to ghost hunt. They will take you on tours where you can just ghost hunt. You can do private investigations yourself if you're more advanced. They give like, everyone a shoebox with a stick and a string so you can try and catch a ghost on your ghost hunt. Yep. Yep. The little rods that Chrissy cross. <clears throat> I don't know actually what they give you. But anyway, this place is haunted. Hooray. So one area reportedly haunted is the old administration wing. Uh, and it's believed that the spirit of Helen Glackey, wife of the warden, is still hanging about. 
Helen was killed in 1950 of an accidental gunshot wound to the face. Uh, Ow. As described in the Cincinnati Enquirer newspaper article, <clears throat> shot is fatal to penal head's wife. I would have come Oh, up. no, not the penal head. <laughs> not My penal head. Not the penal head. But the shot was fatal to that penal head's wife. <laughs> I was like, what an article. Oh, man. No, she was moving the loaded 32 from a shelf in the closet so she could get to her jewelry box on Sunday before church when the gun slipped from her hands, fell to the ground, shot her in the face. Whoops. She met Jesus a little early that day. She, yep. I mean, she was going to go to church or see Jesus. She was a little she, early for her Jesus appointment that day. She met Jesus <clears throat> that day. Uh, guess, so guests have reported hearing a male and female voice believed to be the warden and his wife mid-conversation in the old superintendent quarters. When I'll be right back, honey. I'm going to go get ready for church. Yeah, bam. And then you just hear a shot. Bam. May make sure you gather up our guns for church. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll just, I'll just step on this rickety stepladder and aim them directly at my head as I and wave them around wildly. Well, that's oh, how I retrieve them from our lockbox, I so to, I suspect that that will be the best way I to get it down. I have to put lotion on my hands and on the gun to make it as lubricated as possible so that it <laughs> slips immediately out of Jesus, my hands. Jesus does appreciate a well-lubricated firearm. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, so they also think Helen is still in her old bedroom. People will report smelling rose fucking. perfume. Not fucking just by herself. She's mm. Oh, she's still getting ready for church. She's exactly. getting party for Jesus. Yeah, she's. what's funny is she's with Jesus, but she's still getting ready for him. Uh, so they will smell her rose perfume, and an EVP was captured in that same room after museum staff threw her a post-mortem birthday party one year and the evp picked up a female voice saying thank you oh that's actually very sweet so she was very appreciative oh my stars for me of the thank dead, you of the dead birthday party i mean this hat is not very useful i've shot the top part of my head off but, but it's the thought that counts it'll cover the hole quite nicely <laughs> um it would also not surprise you to learn that the uh cell block is especially haunted. Shocking, I am sure. I am unsurprised. Uh, obviously makes total sense. And inmates, would you know, die in their cells because they, going back to the 1890s, inmates would die of things like the flu, tuberculosis. Gunshot wounds. Gunshot all, all the classics. Wounds. All the so monsters die, of rock. Absolutely. They would die naturally, but <laughs> some no, that's of what them, I call music. <laughs> some of them would not die of natural causes. Um, inmates have hanged themselves in their cells. One set himself on fire. Shit. Using uh, the turpentine and other chemicals from the furniture shop. Mm. And when they found him, he was, he was just a clump of a man. By the time that people got to him to put him out, he was, yeah, it was gross. Yeah. And another murdered his celly and stuffed him under the bunk bed. Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes it. It's good fun. It's good fun. And the ghosts uh, didn't show up only when the prison closed. Inmates experienced ghostly activity while they were staying there of former inmates. Oh. Um, some of them told the guards that they would have really hard time sleeping at night because they would be woken up in the middle of the night um, to something grabbing at their bedsheets and pulling up towards them as if they were being tucked in. 
Oh, oh that's sort that's of sweet. Sweet. I bet that was that penal head's wife. I bet she was like, "Oh, you're. We're still trying to rehabilitate you." Penal head's <laughs> wife. She's tucking me you in. in. Um, and another kind of woke up to see their bed was made sort of with them still inside. Because uh, they were like, yeah, that corner of my bed sheet was loosened. And I woke up in the morning and it was like tucked in all hospital hmm. corners. They put the hospital corners on. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I didn't do that. And they're just trying to look out. The ghosts are trying to look out for the sleeping inmates. That's very sweet. So when they come do checks, they're fine. However, most of the reported experiences come from tour guests. One guest who was walking down metal stairs in the back of a group. So she described there was like a group of youths in front of her. And then it was her and her friend toward the back of the pack. She was holding her friend's hand because she's a klutz, she said, and the stairs are kind of old and rickety. And so she's like walking down the stairs, holding her friend's hand when someone slaps her in the back. She loses and she like goes forward. She loses her footing and she sort of falls down a few steps and like off to the side and she kind of like jams her arm in a weird way. She like get she kneels on one knee. She turns to be like, what the fuck, asshole? And nobody is there. Oh, oh. spooky. Oh. Except her friend who pushed her. Yeah, but what the fuck, think- asshole? It was me, it was your me. friend Stacy, who's on the tour with you. I don't like you. Oh, I gotcha. uh, During another tour of the cell block, the guide heard something that sounded like somebody running. So they kind of went out into the hallway Way and yelled hey no running is allowed and she went to see which guest of in her group was causing the trouble but she found nobody was missing and as she was walking back she heard a cell door slam in the distance like oh shit whoops um and while you gotta be in bed for lights out yeah it's, it's true be like oh shit it's time for bed and then no running allowed i'm not running um, and while the whole or solitary confinement, uh, while in the whole or solitary confinement, two guides heard shuffling in the hall, thinking somebody was just all by themselves in the hallway. They each looked to each other and was like, yeah, we're going to scare this person. So they jump out into the hallway and were like, Bleh! except they were the ones who were scared because when they jumped out and went, Bleh! nobody was there. And all the shuffling of the feet had stopped. Mm. They were not alone. So then they screamed, ah, I'm really scared for real season's time. Um, yeah. And and that is the story of the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. In Mansfield, That's a spooky Ohio. Place, though. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of ghost stories. I didn't even talk about like, you know, there's the most famous, maybe that'll be a Patreon where I can talk about like the most famous horrible thing to happen in that in that jail. I like that. They lean into it. I like they when really a place do. leans into their ghostiness. They really do. Um, it's 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 cool. They give you the equipment. They take you around. They have all that stuff. And I think it's like the I don't know how much the ghost tour is, but the tour itself is like thirty bucks. That's not bad of the entire jail. When you can like take all the different tours and you can see where they film Shawshank and oh, you can see where Harrison Ford said that famous line. Get off Get my board. Mm hmm. So there you have it, kids. Anyway, that brings us to our beer. Yes. Yes. So So again, our beer is Honey Kolsch from Rogue Brewing. Yep. It's dedicated to bees. It's got a big bee on it and then some littler bees. There are bees all over this can. There's lots on them. It is a Kolsch-style ale brewed with Rogue Farms Hop Yard honey. So I assume this is honey made from flowers from hops, which is kind of cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. 
You don't um, see that very often. No. Is situated just across the Rogue Farms hop fields. Our colonies of bees were carefully kept and fed, and the honey was uncapped, extracted, filtered, and finally infused into a refreshing Kolsch-style ale. Yes. Uh, apparently, you, you should pair this beer with prosciutto, grilled trout, or bananas foster. <laughs> the last one feels like weird to me. They all feel quite, weird it, to me. It's got quite a range, this beer. It really does. Even though really the beer does. is not amazing, the honey it's, blonde we had last week was much better. It is interesting to go from a one light honey infused beer to another light honey infused beer and taste how different they are. Mm-hmm. There was a really strange initial aftertaste on this that I didn't like to the point that I actually didn't think I liked the beer at all. But as usual, it, it has been up. allowed to warm a bit and now it is not as astringent or whatever that flavor yeah, was. It was hitting very acidic to me when it, it was, was very cold. It was very weird. But now it's like, this is a Kolsch that has honey in it. It's okay. <laughs> it, it is definitely sweeter than the beer we had last week. It's definitely, I think it's a little too heavy handed with the honey. It drinks like a honeyed tea almost. You mm. know what? That's like it's a very, very strong honey flavor. That's a very, very good analogy. I, I like that. I'd agree yeah, with that. And they definitely, on the back they have of the can, they have this star and they're definitely telling you that this is sweet. It is not as malty or bitter. Um, and has biscuity flavor as well. And what I said was when it was cold, it almost tasted like a burnt biscuit. Kind yeah, of that was in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But my beer is gone, so to, I have no idea what it tastes like now. It definitely had to open up. It's not as light, crisp, or easy drinking no. as the last honey beer we had. Um, warmed up. It's not bad. No. Um, I, I'm, I don't feel the need to rush out and get more of it. No. I agree with that. It's uh, 5.2% got 26 eboos mm-hmm. taste zero of those 26 eboos it yeah. is malty yes has a little bit of a malty biscuitiness to it i'll give them that mm-hmm. but, but really just it's a just honey sweet. It kind of feels like you poured honey in a beer yeah yeah, yeah. and and a little goes a long way you guys yeah just a little bit sweet little beer is weird like a, a a light sweet beer is kind of odd to me yeah mm. i don't like it Hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I like? What? Penal heads wives. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't great. love a penal head? You know what else I love? Moist animals. That's a They're great... I love best when I, cold, moist animals. Get a love cold, them. moist animal. You know what else I love? Pony prisons. If you if you got a pony, put it in prison. You know what else I love? Yeah, Shit in my milk. Ponies. That's delicious. You love the mm-hmm. things I love Shitty is milk. lubricated firearms. Because... You gotta, you gotta be able to put them anywhere you want. But if there's we were one on thing fire this week, guys, I love more than anything else. It's kobolds, those little scamps. <laughs> Vanessa wins. Yeah. Oh my god, I actually won for the topic of yeah. my episode. Yeah. Won for the actual Shocking. topic. Never happens. You always win for a stupid subpar reason. Yeah. No, this time you finally pulled through on the I actual did. topic at hand. I did. Congratulations. And in classic, whatever that means to me, style. Yeah. They're not ghosts. Absolutely. <laughs> They're, they're ghost adjacent. Anyway, uh, come back next week. Find yeah. out whatever that means to us means next, next time. Because <laughs> it'll be different mm-hmm. and weird. That's right. And as always, there will be booze. And there'll be Bruce. And until then, cheers. Cheers. Beavers.